everyone welcome to the new age life podcast i'm your host garima and today we have the talented ambreen nadim how are you yeah i'm fine thank you uh, garima thank you for having me on your podcast today it's a pleasure to be here you're welcome so can you tell us about yourself yes definitely so uh, basically i'm a psychologist and my specialization in industrial psychology but uh, like um, i chose this particular field because i love to understand like human psyche and from the very beginning like i have this uh, sort of curiosity that why people behave in a certain way what are the reasons why they do behave in a way they are behaving so uh, that led me to uh, to the field of psychology but interestingly um, when i wanted to pursue my masters and uh, pursue my higher degrees um, everyone uh, everyone actually stopped me and they said no actually there's no monetary benefit from this uh, particular field and it was quite uh, confusing at that time because when you are at a uh, younger stage and uh, you are looking for the uh, career and people when people actually tell you that you know don't go into the field because it has it doesn't have good uh, sort of opportunities so you get confused like whether you choose uh, your passion or you choose the monetary benefit because at the end of the day uh, your passion may not actually pay the bills so you know it was very very confusing but the thing is that after a lot of thoughts my actually my mom was the only one who actually supported me and she said no you should if if uh, i am uh, if i have passion for psychology then i should go for psychology then after a long i mean i had a lot of you know sort of introspection i tried to see that do would i be able to actually if i go to any other uh, if i choose any other field would i ever be happy <laughs> so in that i mean when i did all these like pros away all uh, pros and cons and then i decided that no i think whatever it is even if there is no monetary benefit uh, i would actually go for my passion because I, and then i and now i feel that it was the best decision i had ever taken because you know when you have the passion for certain field or for uh, anything like you know if you want to go for it then eventually you will stand out no matter what so if if people tell you that don't go into the field because you know it doesn't have opportunities or it doesn't have so you should always think that is it really worth it to actually sacrifice your passion or you should go for it so anyways then i um, chose uh, the industrial psychology and and i did have a struggles but then after that uh, but like after doing masters i did join uh, like very like uh, multinational world renowned multinational you may have heard of like the unilever and then i start worked there for almost 10 years uh, as a, a consumer market insight manager and then i moved to uh, saudi arabia because uh, my husband moved here <laughs> so there was a career sort of a break but then again uh, i did not stop there because uh, because you know again when you have something you desired 
or you have a passion then you have to follow your dream then uh, i joined then i tried to look for some opportunities here but initially in saudi arabia being a sort of a conservative environment there were not much uh, opportunities for women so i had to create my own way and then i started working as a i started my own sort of freelance working like providing uh, try to approaching different companies and then uh, and then i tried my identity as a like freelance consultant research consultant and then like from uh, it's been like 5 6 years and then i i have established my identity and then again since as i mentioned earlier that i have passion for psychology so one thing that is like you know i want to share my knowledge because you know i read uh, i study about with my passion and i accumulate a lot of lots of knowledge and i feel that if the knowledge shouldn't stay with me i should share it so i started writing so i write articles and i provide counseling on voluntary basis um, uh, so you know it, to help out people because i feel uh, people need a little push and just they don't know they they feel lost uh, but if you give them the right advice a little push and little encouragement and it may change their lives so um So that's why I, you know, I provide free counseling to whatever like whoever come to me. I do provide mentoring through my the Plexi's uh, uh, platform, and like there are several like you know I've initiated recently. I've also started my LinkedIn live show, like uh, and the YouTube show. It's um, with the name of Psychology Talk. So I want to spread the knowledge of psychology, and I want to make, uh, create awareness about the mental health as much as I can. So that's my sort of a brief introduction. Wow, it, it doesn't seem so brief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, because I, I did not uh, like add lots of things, which I still do, but I think that I should focus some main on the main highlights only. Yeah, I think that's enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you know, when when you talk about psychology, normally people tend to. uh tend to like refer to the doctors you know yeah. like the psychiatrist you know consultants that people can go to to talk about their personal issues and you yeah. said that you studied industrial psychology so yeah. what's the difference between the two yeah it's basically um uh, and that's that's uh, that's very good question actually and that is the reason why i want to break the stigma that psychology is not only linked with the mental health or you know is something and uh, when i started my this uh, when i started writing articles and i started my this live show that is all about that psychology is applicable in every field not only limited to um counseling or about the mental health only like when you go when you have the depression you only consult to the psychologist no psychology is applicable in each and every field like i chose organizational psychology or industrial psychology you may say it's basically like um uh, it's about all the marketing and research so i my role even at the uh, when i was on the job it was like i was providing um uh, i was helping a marketing team to build their marketing strategies and their campaigns because that's all about consumer psychology how do consumer behave 
in uh, in the marketplace or uh, why why a certain uh, person would buy a product so there are lots of psychological behavior involved and we used to study and then we need to and then we recommend our marketing teams that you know they need to plan their marketing strategies in a way that actually that will click to the consumer and similarly if you talk about psychology it is like uh, recently i did one of the episodes like that how uh, the what is the role of psychology even in the supply chain although it's like very much its supply chain is the um, is the process like is the function or, or in any business that connects with the different uh, forms but again if the person has the knowledge of psychology it will give them edge so every field you know it is if if you opt for the organizational psychology or the industrial psychology it will tell us tell you that it it is not only linked with the mental health issues it can be uh, uh, applied anywhere in the leadership name it just name it education psychology or sports psychology think of any field it it will be there so so when you talk about the the consumer or you mean you're talking about the customer yeah. how they will think about a particular product so yeah. do you do you do any type of testing like maybe sampling some people who will uh, who will represent customer or what are your steps yeah yeah basically uh, there are different research methodologies the, there there are great deals of actually uh, uh, research methodologies the way we actually um, study our, our our consumer behavior and our customer needs because you know it's all about for example if uh, if we want to um, to introduce a new new product for example first of all you need to find out why would your consumer will buy that product right if there if even if you say if you i buy if i'm a company and i want to introduce a shampoo for example look and the market is completely saturated and you would say uh, the consumer would say why would i buy another shampoo which i'm happy with my uh, shampoo my itself then so like in that sort of a space when market is completely saturated and but you need to when you are you need to understand that there must be a something which consumer may not be getting from the entire uh, uh, available products so we need to understand and and people would not tell you as steve jobs um, uh, sorry even the henry ford once said that if you go to the consumer if you ask your people like um, uh, then they would only tell you to make faster horses so it's like you know they will they will never know that what do they want to be honest because they are happy with the product so there are ways there are ways to actually go deeper into their mind to find out what is actually troubling them at the moment and how our our product can solve their problem because it's to be honest business is now is not only about making money it's about providing a solution to your consumer or customer in a way that helps them in their life and that is the main thing that how you can actually add values to your consumer's life that is the important part 
so there are like lots of ways we do surveys we do uh, interviews we do focus group discussions and even in while we are doing surveys there are several uh, techniques research techniques that we use to actually go deep into the consumer mind to find out what's going on in their mind and how we can actually um serve them better so that's how it is yeah <clears throat> i can't imagine because uh i mean like as you said there's a lot of saturation in the market so many different products and then like as you mentioned about the techniques you use it must take a lot of time before yeah. you can actually come to a conclusion of how to better advertise a product yes 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 definitely it takes a lot of time and it does take a lot of money as well it's not only but the thing is that this investment in time and money is crucial is very crucial because as as i said earlier like if you want to introduce something in a saturated market your product will not even get noticed you need to get some edge because you know that what things attract consumer even a simple color of the packaging it needs to be selected in a way that actually uh, attracts a consumer how what is the level of placement should be there on the shelf that catches the you know uh, attraction of the consumer like if, for example if you are going out there and uh, your your product is uh, placed in the last row and it doesn't even have the catching colors you nobody will notice it happens uh, to lots of uh, product so all these scenarios you need to actually think from consumer's perspective and you need to see that you know how you can actually make them make your product come into their uh, focus of attention so it's it's so much there there's so much dynamics going on uh, in the like you know in marketing and how and i think in marketing uh, consumer psychology plays a, a very very critical role because if um, you you should know exactly how to communicate to your consumer because if you don't know how to communicate they would never listen to you <laughs> okay so you just now mentioned about like the color of the product the placement on the shelf so but you are you are only looking at the viewpoint of the customer but like the people in the shop i mean the workers in the shop they they obviously they don't think like that they just place any product anywhere so yeah it, it doesn't you, work like that so, yeah, so, so do you have any training for the employees that yes 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 definitely there are completely different uh, there are trade ca- category managers who actually closely work with all these retailers and uh, they they actually make sure that their products are uh, placed at the right place and you may see that you know there there are different brandings of certain product in on the different aisles like you may see the unilever products are completely different standing out from the rest of the uh, other products so or, or you may see like you know there are different uh, they may add some maybe lights over there so it's like this is the ma- this is the important and as i said that being a psychologist there we are there to help them out to tell them that you know how what are these uh things that they should be uh giving i mean taking care of like when you are actually 
giving your products to the retailer you need to make sure that they place there and this is how it should be done so it, everything is well synchronized and well uh, studied well researched and properly done through a proper strat- strategy so nothing is done like you know you just give the product to the retailer and and it's gone no it's not like that even we make sure that even that if because all these functions are interrelated marketing trade category category managers all these sales people all have to work together they they're not working in a silo so uh, if if marketing teams give them to the uh, give their product to the sales team they make sure that they are uh, they are uh, selling their products in the right place at the right time again they also make sure that they are uh, their products are placed properly they are being aware i mean there lots of things going on at the back end it's not just you know you just give the products to the shop and that that's it yeah, so, yeah. and i think the price of the product also yes yes and it, it's considered. again i would say the price is not the something you know um uh, the the it, it's there's the perception that you know uh, if you uh, put the lower price and your uh, your product will be uh, will be sort of uh, sold better no it's not like that it's all about that what sort of a value a consumer perceive from the um, uh, from the product like rolex is is just a watch but it is sold with, with such a high price it's such an expensive watch but people are buying because they feel that the brand has certain value and this and it is worth giving it so it's all again i would say that's the dynamic of the brand because the brand name is perceived as that it is providing value to the consumer so they can spend it like you can say like ferrari ferrari is the name and people are buying it it's such an expensive brand but it has high aspirational value so such such aspirational value is created through marketing strategies the same brand like for example people uh, once um, even at the unilever we were doing this uh, life why we used to be uh, very uh, it was considered a cheap brand but then we started building an aspirational value and the same brand uplifted and even we could sell the same uh, brand which was considered a cheap but we were placing it at the higher price and people were willing to uh, pay for it so that's again it's all the it's all the sort of a game of psychology that how you uh, how you position your brand in consumer mind that they feel that you know it is worth uh, that much money so what you mean to say is that the the value of the product is more important than the price absolutely absolutely that, that people are if if they feel that it's it's worth uh, that price then they will be willing to pay for it but like uh, recently during the pandemic when the whole economy of the world went down many people lost their jobs and it was difficult you know for them to live so yeah. i i i don't know about your case whether uh, how how things went in your yeah. Uh, field yeah 
no it's definitely there's uh, the economy went down and definitely people uh, have switched to from like you know from expensive brand to cheaper brand so in that case what happens is like that's why uh the company like unilever and png doesn't have the one port, port uh, one product in the portfolio they cater to the different segments of social income class for example if we, you may find the up class brand like for example um uh, in uh, even if we talk about the unilever let's say like the sunsilk maybe has sort of an up class image and then the same uh have the same company also have the life version so like the lower class uh, people can afford that sort of particular shampoo as well the same same company has two shampoos with a different brand but catering to the different segments so for example if in this scenario is the economy like people are switching from the expensive to the cheaper brand the 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 the, the, uh, the company offers them another solution so they may not buying the sunsilk but they have the now they can switch to life boy so you know that's how the that's how again that's all the game of the psychology like you need to tap your consumer on the different segment different level so each thing each you have to define your consumer at a different level and you see that again how you can actually uh, cater to them so what type of companies have you worked with so far um i like i have worked with several companies because like in as i told like for for almost 10 years i was working with unilever but uh since i'm now on the like freelance marketing research company i mean as a like freelance so i work with several like retail industries uh, coffee industry uh, medical uh automobile and uh, like you know import export and what not i mean uh, like several uh, categories i work with like with different people different uh, categories different uh, products uh, medicine health sector financial sector automobile sector so like i have uh, i have a diverse experience wow that's a lot of experience yeah because of So have you ever like had any difficult uh you know when like interacting with the employees of the company or the consumer have you ever had any difficulty and how did you overcome the difficulty Okay uh, okay I'll actually um tell you about since you asked about the consumer part and the employee part so I'll just let's take the consumer part first Uh, yes, con- there are a lot of um, uh, difficult consumer, and I used to look after uh, not only the research. I, I was also looking after the call center at Unilever at my part. So what used to happen, like the uh, people used want to have attention, a lot of attention, and they used to call us like for, and they may they may make fuss a lot. that you know your product wasn't working well and this and this and this was that and this was that and somehow but the thing again like customer is always right so you know you need to actually uh, calm down and you that's what to, they always uh, say yeah so it was a, like if you give if you actually treat them with respect their anger aggression goes down so yes most of the time they're not right even but if you actually listen to them if you listen to them you you treat them with the respect 
and uh, they eventually they get really happy and those angry customers become loyal customer uh, consumer for us so it's it's um, it's all about dealing with patience and don't let your ego come in between that how come that you know that person as a consumer is um giving us like you know false uh, false complaint and just so it's you need to be very uh, uh, you need to handle all these complaints very tactfully and uh, treat them with the respect and you know and you can turn those angry consumers into loyal consumers so that's the only way you can do it you need to treat them with respect and uh, let them take out all the frustration and then uh, give them solution so that's how it is difficult so they will put out all their frustration on you on yeah <laughs> of course of course on company and company used to treat them like king then and they you and after that they feel really happy and once they feel happy because each single consumer is is important you cannot let go of that person so, i mean no matter how small this person is and that's and that's the way i felt that you know that's how the brand image is uh built over the years is if you leave one person angry with your brand it's gonna ruin your image no matter how big a company is i mean it was we had the penetration we had the highest brand image of uh, in the entire com- uh, in the entire country but again we used to deal with consumer with extreme uh, respect and that is what is actually that's how the word of mouth you know uh, is spread in the country and that's how the image is built so there are again lots of angles to it like when you are in the business you need to be at the every level you need to see and again here comes the role of psychology that you know how to deal with the the consumer and now if you come to the employee part yes the there are tr- difficult bosses there are difficult colleagues and there are people who may take be- benefit they may they may take advantage of you know that so but the thing is i would say that uh, always be genuine and authentic and uh, it's like you know uh, it's not something that you know always try to make space in the uh, sort of department or something no try to add value you know you, your focus should be on uh, if you want to make your place in the department or in the uh, organization try to think that how you can add value and don't think that you know um, you you need to think more beyond your job description it's not only that job description is there but you need to add more to it only then you will get recognition and you need to be sincere to it and that then it will come naturally so that's i would that's my advice that you know how you can do it be genuine and be sincere yeah i think uh, generally human psychology is very like wide subject yeah and uh, uh, practically is is not easy as a psychologist because it is you can't predict human beings are unpredictable you don't know how somebody will react to what you will say yeah um it's actually if you have uh, studied psychology then yes you can predict it's not like that uh, but um, and that's that's why we uh, study psychology because if it, it 
like for example if we study all the consumer behavior that is how we predict their behavior that if we uh, talk to them in in that language in that way and that is how their reaction will be so it's uh, not that we cannot predict uh, that is all about you know if when you understand the human psyche you can predict that you know how the how the other person will behave or react so and that's that's the that's the importance of it importance of psychology that you know you get to know about the other person and you treat them accordingly rather than t- treating about like you know from your own way it's like for example if if you get irritated by for example for some person but if you understand their psyche then you will find out okay that is why he is doing that and let's change your strategy and how to deal with that person so that helps that helps predicting their behavior and that helps you understanding your own uh, behavior as well so you can change your sort of a strategy okay so it's not only about the consumer it's also about yourself like you you mentioned about your own behavior absolutely absolutely so uh like you said that you are doing freelance that means you're no more working for any company um yeah actually i am basically working for um euromonitor as a country analyst it's it's again not a sort of a, like a a so um a job that is like i'm doing only for the euro monitor whenever they have the but i am the country analyst for them and whenever they have the research for the saudi arabia they contact me and then i conduct the research for them and of course i am free to do the other project for other companies as well so it's like this for for euro monitors i'm uh, i'm the country analyst for them uh, and uh, but i'm also doing some of the freelance work as well okay So, so that uh, company you just mentioned, uh, is it you said Euro Monitor? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, what type of products do they uh, make? No, no, it's not a product. It's a, it's okay. a research company. It's a research. Oh. Okay. So it's basically, um, it's just like you know, if uh, they conduct research for different companies. So whenever they conduct research for. Um, for any other like for the ministries for the government for any other company so whenever they got the research then they contact me and then i do the research for them and that's how it is okay but you're not the only one who does the research i mean i'm sure there must be other people i mean yes, yes, yes. you must be a some team right Or yeah, yeah, alone. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I have a team here, and uh, uh, I cover the entire Saudi Arabia. Because again, the, if you talk about the consumer, then you you can't. Uh, you have to cover the entire country at least. Mm-hmm. So you are a top analyst. <laughs> you may say. Wow, that that shows that all your hard work has paid off. Thank you. Yeah, I'm it's sure, a, I'm sure record. your family must be proud of you. You know. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope so. Because, like as you mentioned earlier, you know, it happens a lot that you may want to do something, and your family and friends they will think the opposite. So yes. it's not easy, you know, dealing. You know, yes, it will yeah. be like, what do I do? Should I satisfy myself, or I should satisfy other people? 
yeah yeah definitely it's it's basically again uh, it's um, you have to find a balance in between it's uh, even i say that um, uh, even like on linkedin a few days ago i posted that it's freedom is not only about you know freedom of expression and freedom of thoughts and something like this like it's not freedom of freedom means that we need to find a way to live co- like to coexist harmoniously like you know it's not that if i i don't have any right to abuse any other person although no matter how free i am but i am not i don't have right for this so yes i have a right to express but i have a uh, i should be expressing in a way that it shouldn't hurt others right so even if i for example if i move to saudi arabia i have a family i have kids and uh, it was it was a very difficult uh, time that you know uh, should i leave my kids and then move out for the to, to, to do the job because you know when i was back in my home country i had a complete uh, family support with me and then uh, but when in i moved to saudi arabia i didn't have any support so it was a tough time for me that and that's why i took a break that you know uh, i need a break to give my best to my family to have because my kids were young and then but that's how you know it it works that we need to take care of everyone it's not only all only about satisfying ourselves you need to find the passion to work around your passion that you know it's like nothing get nobody get hurts so that's how it is so but you must have gotten support from your husband also yeah yeah of course of course this is how it is you we should like the family is there to support like i support them they support me and that's how it is that's great that's great so where are you from actually i'm from pakistan actually oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah from, from your name i was like not sure are you from saudi arabia or pakistan you know i am from pakistan and then like uh, it's been more than a decade here uh, in saudi arabia so wow. so do you like saudi arabia yes yes definitely it's uh, it's like a second home now <laughs> it's uh, i i just love this country so it's, uh, it's peaceful calm and uh, i like the people here a lot it's uh, very nice So do you have any hobbies anything else oh, yes. that you do Oh a lot of hobbies actually yes. I love writing that's my passion and as uh, you can see I create content I write a lot of articles and I'm also working on a book and okay. hope to actually publish my book in like within 2 3 months hopefully wow. so and that's my and of course reading is my I'm an avid reader so I love to read books so I have this hobby that I read at least 15 to 20 minutes every day then I also have the I love cooking because uh, it's something that you know <clears throat> I I like it because you uh, Uh, I uh, although I don't like to eat a lot <laughs> but <laughs> I I love to cook so that's something trying out different ways You like cuisine. to feed other people Yeah I like to, <laughs> to try different recipes different cuisine uh, I I also love to like you know paint 
I like wow. make artists, but I don't have time these days. It's been long that I have actually left it. Also, I like to read. I mean, I like to listen to music and movies and either something. And and yes, traveling is is again me. And that's something that it's a blessing that my husband also likes traveling. So it's like whenever we are free, we move just. just explore <laughs> even uh, if if the even the travel is banned but uh, we actually <clears throat> will try to explore saudi arabia as much as we can so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's really good <laughs> so uh, what uh, you said you are writing a book what are you writing on it's uh, uh, it's actually about psychology and it's about self development but um self development would be in a different way it's not only uh, about psychology it's a mixture of uh, psychology quantum physics literature history because do you know i have over the it's it's actually a sort of a it's it was my it's my dream like i decided to write about a book 20 years ago and since then i i'm accumulating all the knowledge from different fields and then that's how it is that how um it's all about how you can take charge of your life how you can change your destiny so it it is about the self development but it has all the uh, elements of physics and because you know it i have i have my own concept and which is actually and which is supported by quantum physics biology literature history and uh, what i mean there are lots of spirituality philosophy there are, there are lots of things in that wow so you know physics is a completely different subject so yeah. i i'm really surprised you mentioned quantum physics that what does it have to do with psychology actually it's very much interlinked if we read actually i'm very much interested in philosophy also the philosophy psychology and the quantum physics it's um, it's all it's about finding out what why we are here and what is the purpose so it it gives a lot of i mean initially i wanted to actually uh, go into the field of physics but i am not very good at maths <laughs> so i had to drop it yeah yeah so then i i realized that like the close thing was coming was psychology so that's why i did but physics is like all about understanding nature about even about everything i think physics uh, gives the answer to everything so i did not leave my passion there because i could not <laughs> uh, since i was not good at math so i did not leave but i still read uh, a lot about physics the like quantum physics and especially like you know stephen hawking and brian green these are my favorite authors So you know uh, nowadays on the online bookstores there are so many books on different subjects yeah. all yeah. this self development self care and all yeah. you know what not so yeah. what what do you think makes your own different or what will make your own stand out yeah that's what i said because that it's not only about psychology or something like all the whatever i am going to say what i'm i'm saying is backed up by um by science and by literature by uh, philosophy it's uh, not something i mean i the the idea that i have developed or the the concept that i'm going to give is not just an observation 
but it is based on or it's backed up by the scientific theories and which is actually and uh, like maybe like it's it's about it's talked about uh, by philosopher like it's you know the idea that was the the thought provoking idea and it's like again i would say that it's not only my observation my experience it's my observation and experience but it is also backed up by the scientific theories so it it is it will be a unique it's not something that you know um, i i completely uh, i'm against this because there are lots of self uh, uh, development books and they almost talk about the same thing uh, so i'm going to that's what my uh, unique uh, sort of uh, proposition would be that it's not only about the uh, self development it's you get to know a lot about the science the literature and uh, physics and about everything like you will not get the only my point of view but the point of view will be backed up by lots of other you know field so mixture of it and because i think that none uh, i haven't found any book which which combines all these uh, together okay you mean that you have uh, gone through other books to see what other authors have written on of course of course i i've gone through a lot a lot and that's what i'm saying that i don't want to uh, be something like you know only a specialist in one area i mean of course my specialty is psychology and this, but but has to be the mixture of everything it is not only just focus on one thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so when when are you planning to release the book is there any yeah it's uh, i i'm still working actually it's halfway i'm through and i was planning actually in september but i think it's <laughs> it's too early now i still a lot of work is left so maybe october or maybe november maybe by the end of the day maybe like two three <clears throat> maybe 2 3 months yeah okay that's before the end of the year yeah yeah i i hope it will be before the yeah. end of the year. i hope i will get a free copy to see what sure, you've sure. written sure sure, sure. you, <laughs> you keep w- uh, like following see. me on the linkedin i will just definitely i'll announce and i will yeah. uh, because I, 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 will, i have this yeah i will definitely conduct some sessions to uh let people know that what exactly my theory and my concepts are yeah because like as you mentioned that you have included physics so yeah. and i was never good in physics you know i used to fail the <laughs> i used to fail the exam so it has really made me more curious that what you know how you have combined physics with psychology and science and all that stuff No? Yeah, you you can check um, some of my YouTube channel and uh, and um, through Blix I also conducted some workshop and I have even in my workshop uh, if you go through the, my workshop I have combined I have like you know I have given this idea that how the thoughts can affect in reality how it works the entanglement and everything so I have even whatever I have uh, shared it's all backed up by the physics. <laughs> So if you go through it you will get to know a little a little bit about it. <laughs> so what about the biology and chemistry? 
the chemist at biology yes a lot i talked about it that how our physiology biology is affecting because uh, and chemistry is um, i'm not very good at it and neither i'm very much interested in it so but yes somehow it is but uh, physics biology and uh, philosophy and all this like astronomy all these mm-hmm. astrology everything is <laughs> because even uh, scientifically biology and chemistry also have roles in our yeah, like definitely. as you mentioned about the customer we are talking about the senses yeah so, yeah so there's a lot of role of the biology and the chemistry you know about what we like yeah you know? and and you know how our brain reacts to what we like yeah. and what we yeah yeah definitely definitely this is all the neurotransmitters and chemistry this is all so i mean yeah to that extent i know but uh, not more in detail <laughs> so if if uh, our audience wants to reach you reach out to you for your services how can they contact you yeah they can contact me through my social media platforms like um, on linkedin uh, i'm very active on linkedin actually so uh, with the same name amrita beam they can reach out to me i have uh, the youtube channel as well so they can subscribe me they, again with the same name amrita beam and uh, i have uh, recently i started twitter also but not very active so i don't know they will find me there or no but insta i am and they are on insta as well so they can uh, find me through linkedin or anywhere all these uh, i'm there on all social media platforms you have your own website uh not yet i am planning since like you know i will be uh, publishing my book soon so hopefully i will uh, i am working on that also so we will put the links for your um, yeah. profile on the linkedin and the social media yeah, so yeah. if anyone right. is interested because i i am sure anybody who listens to your talk they will yeah. they will know you have a wide experience and uh, and hopefully somebody will contact you for your service yeah thank you hopefully yeah, yeah. so uh, thank you very much for your time i really appreciate it and uh, we are going to stop here for today so yeah. uh, i thank all of you for listening to this episode and uh, hopefully if anybody is interested in contacting her for her services on you know consulting and um, <laughs> consulting services yeah. so we will provide the links so uh, i will see you guys in the next episode thank you and have a good day okay.